Michigan. It's not in Michigan. What is it? It's Magnolia T-Ball. Nice. Oh, nice. Supporting the team, huh? I'm, yeah, the, head, oh, you're the, coach. I'm the head coach. Travel. I'm the head coach of baseball now. Good Lord. <clears throat> travel ball? No, <laughs> hell no. I ain't done no travel ball. Five-year-old stuff, but it's fun. They probably do five-year-old travel ball somewhere. The, what they do between five and what they get to at eight is just insane. I know. It's, it's absolutely. I, I just had I just had the experience of it today, or I mean Saturday. We, we went our t-ball game, and then I went to Starbucks and came back and sent the family home. And I hung around the field and watched the, you know, other games and the other ages. You know, I was just soaking it in as a coach. Yeah. And I, I mean, I went and was watching those eight, nine-year-old boys, and there was two of them that I've known since they were born, and one <clears> of them was pitching, and I was terrified for him i felt so it was so much more intense than any sport game i've watched since clips the national championship it was just like this little kid i knew having to pitch and he was walking people and you know what i mean it's like it was so much tension but he was doing it i mean he yeah. did it and i was just like yeah. i was like so i was so zoned in and just every memory i had of baseball all like my whole childhood was just racing back in all of a sudden like i was remembering people i hadn't thought of and everything it was crazy i was watch, looking out there i was like this is the age that I met Devin on oh, yeah. the baseball field yeah. when we were six. I was six and Devin was seven mm-hmm. or something like that. So, I mean, and since that point, like somebody on that team, you know, I think about them ha- having this whole adventure and journey and being best friends like me and Devin still from that. Like I've reached that point where my kids are in that position where I've met Devin on the T-ball baseball field now. It's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Super great. And uh, Alice Rodriguez is on that team with you guys too. Yeah. <laughs> was super crazy. Yeah, I remember yeah. A-Rod was good. Yeah, I just started coaching River. So River's rec base coaches pitch league. So we had our first practice yeah. tonight. And it was uh it's fun, but it's crazy because most of the kids did not still did not know how to play. Yeah. At all. I mean, it's like you got some eight-year-olds, seven-year-olds and everything. And, I mean, you know, it's like, okay, they can maybe catch and mm-hmm. throw towards me and yeah, swing at a bat. Eight, at eight and nine, it. though, the ones that are doing it aggressively. Yeah, once ripped. they're – yeah. They're in a pipeline, you know, where they're getting – they're probably better than right. they were eight-year-olds when we were. But on the same time, when we played t-ball, it was quite competitive. I, re- I remember it being competitive. I remember yeah. it was really bad to lose and be an idiot and not better <laughs> catch. And, like, you know, I remember – feeling of foolish many times like you know what i mean it was we def- <laughs> yeah. i definitely got out and stuff like that <laughs> yeah no. it's fun but it's it's crazy trying to corral all those kids and have them listen and learn i don't think i'll ever do it i, 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 I love I'll, the environment it's, it's fun just buzzing like it's a whole hive of things and people and parents and like relation it's like the whole thing's buzzing so it's like i don't know but i just now discovered it i wasn't even it wasn't even on my radar and then all of a sudden it's like whoa this is this whole thing so I don't know why. We I got a cool cool cap out of it. Yeah, and we this, just yeah, uh, I'm back we to get, hats now. Ruby just got done with basketball, and I, I started realizing that I might be one of the jerk parents. <laughs> I didn't think I was. I didn't think I was like that because I hate those people. I hate those parents, the ones that are just yelling their heads off and all this stuff. But I promise you, <clears> I stand up top. There's like a track above the basketball court inside the YMCA, you know, where she plays. So you can walk around the track. So I can I get just the perfect view, and I'm walking around the whole track, and I realized for probably 30 minutes, a- after 30 minutes of it, I realized I had been screaming, 
get the ball, get the ball, go after it, get in the lane, get in the lane. I was just screaming my head off, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And I know people heard me because, like, Ruby would look up while she's playing. <laughs> is, that, is that my dad? Like, is that my dad up there just yelling? And, I mean, it's just – but it was – it's – that competition is so bad and yet so it's good. So like good. It's so I mean, good. It's just it's, it's not, better than sports. It's not about it's athleticism. Watching, no, but it's the mental pressure. It's like all of a sudden, like all these kids and their internal states are all mixing together and it matters. And like that, you know, they yeah. just yeah. like to them, it's like they didn't realize all of a sudden, oh my gosh, they're everybody in the community's watching me. Yeah. Adults and children. It's all on me yeah. right now. And they, they don't like they don't see that moment coming, then it happens to them. And they're yeah. on. Yeah. The spotlight is on. And it's like Oh, the ball's popped up, and everybody's looking at this. I, I just didn't remember that from when I was a kid. It yeah. was like that because I was <clears throat> so in it. And now when I watch it, I just feel so tense. Like I'm, it's like watching a serious game or Game of Thrones or something to me. Well, and I feel intense. like I feel like sports is a really good place uh, to figure out who kids are. Oh, it's big like time. it's a big indicator of what kind of kids people they are. <clears throat> Because they will do things like when that comes out, that emotion yeah. kicks in, that adrenaline. Yeah, you see how they yeah. respond to it. It's either like mean, or it's like shy away, or it's too yeah. super aggressive. Or, and I remember similar to Toby <clears throat> watching a tournament, a basketball tournament late last year, and like same thing. I'm like, it's so intense, and and like you come up against this team of girls who are kind of too aggressive, almost mm -hmm. to the point of bully. A little yeah. bit, and they start pushing and shoving with their leg. You know, yeah. when the refs not looking, I'm like, right. mm -hmm. these girls are like, they know what they're doing, and that's yeah. coming from their coaches too. Yeah, you know that, and, and so that I catch myself jumping up out of my seat, like, come on, <laughs> you know, yelling at the refs <laughs> and these eight year old girls oh, pushing each other. I'm like, what am I doing? That, yeah, this, so this, much drama. This last game, it, you're talking about pressure. It was, it, it came down foul with. uh 1.5 seconds left to tie the game with two free throw shots. Oh. And, this, and, this, and this little fifth grader girl had to do that. And the game was eight to six. Oh, no. <laughs> Basketball? Yes. It was eight to six. And just, she tried, couldn't, it, it just didn't. You know, no it, yeah, it just didn't matter. But they will either come nowhere near the, the basket or chunk it so hard that it just ricochets off and like <laughs> almost goes foul immediately. It's insane. It's like there is no athleticism, but they really are playing hard and they're they're learning and doing stuff. So it is really cool. It, it, there is yeah. something about it where I'm like, man, I'm, this is this is really fun. You feel it, but I was like, man, it came down to uh, she got fouled and somehow was in the shooting motion. And so with 1.5 seconds and the whole, I mean, there's a lot of people there. It's because yeah. the, it's the it's the uh, the playoffs is the tournament, you know, they have at the end of the season and it's just totally quiet. And I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> this is, so, I mean, she's in fifth grade. This little girl has to get there. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. That, that's, that's the, I mean, she felt all that and then heard that noise. Like it's the, that is the perfect noise of like, it didn't work out. You did. You, the pressure didn't get to you. You know what I mean? Like, like in any moment, if something bad, you were, you know, at, at a company and you were given a presentation and you, and you were like, and thank you, ladies and gentlemen. And you just heard, thank <laughs> you. No, know, damn it. That's what I did. So. 
Lester, are you in your new house? Or are you still in the Airbnb? Nah, we moved in Saturday. Hmm. It, I'm, it's miserable. I mean, it is just <laughs> terrible down here. Why? At first, you know, when we got here, it was like, hey, this is not bad. This is not a bad basement Airbnb. I could do this for three oh, weeks yeah, yeah. a month. You know, you felt pretty good about it. Right. Like, it, it was nice enough. And, like, three days in here with the kids, not going to school. They weren't going to school. Right. Because they wouldn't let us enroll them until we uh, closed on our house. And I'm just, you weren't. Yeah. Yeah, I'm losing. I'm losing it. <laughs> I might not make it to Saturday. Is it a is it a tight space or? Is, I mean, it's not even super small, but it's just two bedrooms, one bath, and then a living area. And there's nowhere for the kids to go. Like out, you know, we got to take right. them to the park if we want to get out. Like so, everything yeah. is a. And I'm working, and Cassie's yeah. working her new job, and her hours are not that fun. So you really a, blew it. Yeah, that's crazy. I, you had you had everything in Nashville. Now you have nothing. <laughs> it was a little easier in Nashville in many ways. Yeah, you 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 feel like you made a lot of bad decisions. With <laughs> no, no, I feel like, no, come on, I feel like no, you no, are I feel like I, don't you, let you, him you, take no, you there. No, you Toby, feel, you respect no, Lester for being a moving person. You you know you move the most, and you you really have a love of people me. who never move. But Lunsford. <laughs> Lunsford's proven that he'll move around the country. He'll do I'm, it. I'm a mover. He moves. Yeah. I had a 10 year moving drought, Instant but regret. I'm back. I'm back on it. I mean, I'm pretty sure I bought a very expensive house at the top of the market. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Once you get in there, it'll feel nice. I mean, you'll have a lot left to do, but at least it'll feel like, okay, here we go. Let's start get going here. Uh, yeah, it, you know it'll I mean? definitely. The yeah, worst part about it, though, be is better. you move in the house. That's just getting into the house then it's weeks of just oh, I know. doing well, I gotta, this pulling this out of a box working kids i gotta redo week. i'm redoing the kitchen completely like so yeah. i have a whole project ahead of me yeah Dang. That's a lot. it is a lot i don't want to move again i don't want to but I, we're trying to get our bathroom remodeled and we just can't uh why don't you the, diy the guy that Devin uh referred me to to, to help me with the bathroom uh, he came, checked it out, and he's like, um, okay, I'll, I'll, let me think about it for a couple of days, and I'll figure out my schedule and let you know. And he he called me and told me it was going to be August. Oh, That's how gosh. long it'll take. And I, and I was like, okay. I said, let me talk to Jess and think about it. I waited like four days or something, and I uh, texted him back. I was like, hey, I think we'll do it in August. We'll just, you know, I think that'll be the best plan, and it'll work out. He goes, well, I'm booked till December now. I was like, what? <laughs> I said, What? What are you talking about? I mean, it's, I, I just wrote back. I said, man, you're, you are really working. He's a nice guy. <laughs> you know, I'm sure he's booked and all that stuff. But I mean, I guess it's just. And Jeez. so at, at anybody else, too. So I want to DIY, but I have to remove a wall and yeah. and two doors and then make that a wall. And so I'm, I, I'll believe in myself enough to go even because even if I screw up some. As long as I don't screw up royally, like still pay yeah. for the, uh, I'd still get a plumber. The plumbers can come immediately. They yeah. said no problem. So I, I could get them to do all that stuff. You know what I mean? I don't have to worry about any water stuff. There's one outlet that I would have to move over. So I don't know yeah. about that, but that doesn't seem that I could probably get an electrician. <laughs> in here, maybe. Well, but if you're stripping out the walls and everything, you can see where yeah, that well, is and move. Right. It. <laughs> yeah. It's just moving it. Right. Yeah. But I don't know if you have to add some cable to it from where it's at. It's a, it could get a little tricky, but all that, but there's a wall that I have to move and it. I do think though, even if I did really terrible, it would still be a pretty good bit cheaper than hiring mm-hmm. somebody. 
Like it actually, like oh, even yeah. if I if screwed up and had to get something, you know, go, uh oh, I did screw this up. Let me redo this whole thing here. It would still yeah. be cheaper. Well, that's what sucks about sometimes about DIY, which I'm totally, cause I mean, I did a bunch of stuff that, on our new house and stuff too, stuff that I can manage, not big stuff, but right. I learned a lot more about electrical, but I still don't really know everything. And so I put up a vanity light today that we still have been waiting on forever. I put it up, up today. And it went in and it worked. And I was like, all right, that was good. That was no problem. And then I go in the, this whole wall of outlets doesn't work now. <laughs> so I'm like, dang it. Now, how does I, that's where it gets over my head. I'm like, okay, right. why is that tied there? And I don't know where the power is coming from. Right. So anyway, and then it's like, so a lot of things that I do, you just have to redo. Uh-huh. That's, yeah. that's a bad thing about DIY is a lot of redoing. Right. I saw a farm sink at our last house. I took it on and off 40 50 times like you know some measurement i didn't think about the right way or whatever logically Mm -hmm. oh and then Mm -hmm. and then we had to take the the butcher block countertops had to take those off and go cut them again a different way because i forgot about this two inches down there and so now oh god it was awful (laughs) yeah it's terrible and the the people that do it for a living, I feel like they just have the tools and they've seen it so mm-hmm. much that they go, oh, yeah, look, even if they screw up, they go, oh, look, no, we got to do this now or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can figure it out or, or make it better. But me, that just seems like extra weeks and weeks of bad. <laughs> yeah. But I want I want to try. But having gone through it, it earns you that right to like, you know, be mean to and laugh at other first timers. <laughs> like, you know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. That's true. There's that, that is worth a lot in itself like you go through you do something and you like get so mad while you're doing it right. but yet you know you have to complete it and by the time you do complete it you know you're a superior to other mm-hmm. people who haven't tried it you, <laughs> you rub it in their face all the time when they try you know like once you're that guy who really knows how to do stuff and then other people ask you and you just you know make sure to do this or do that that's i'm sure that's <laughs> yeah. really rewarding man and you, you know that done the most you've done a shitload i mean man, man, real good. you did like all kinds of shit i went house. i got into a phase but i hadn't done anything like my you know my phases just come and go but i was in a yeah. building phase and i just i couldn't stop thinking you know i couldn't stop thinking about it so like the, i knew i was in trouble on like i knew i was in really deep when i was obsessed with just I was just thinking about wood grain all day, <laughs> all day. I was thinking about, well, fur, like Kramer, you know, no, I mean, I promise. I mean, I could tell, I have so m- much opinions about wood grain and patterns and Oak and pine yeah. and, you know, just everything I've been to these, I started getting to these really weird wood shops where I would go and look at these. Wo- I don't know. I was, I was, this Lord. is ridiculous. I'm, and then the finish, the finish you put on to bring out the grain to really make it pop. And I, I'm showing all these little boutique finishes to Bridget and eventually, cause I thought she likes it. That's why I started doing it. Cause she likes the right. house or something. I don't know. Like I, I was me like doing stuff that she likes is building stuff and making stuff. And she's impressed. And eventually I'm just, you know, she's like, I don't care about any of this. <laughs> like, oh, okay. All right. And I just, you know, eventually kind of, but we needed, you know, but I, it, since we've been a renter, I've loved not owning. I loved owning the house yeah. and now I love not owning the house. So I love when get back uh, another phase. Matt told me he was redoing his floors in his old kitchen at his old house. And he's like, well, I'd already pulled up all the old floors and I figured might as well make them heated. <laughs> I already had the floor up. Why not put down the heat? And put the heat underneath the, it. the heaters underneath this floor. Yeah, I had to heat and put a heated floor in first thing. It's great. But, I mean, you built two buildings in your backyard, a porch <laughs> illegally. I mean, oh, I, that was the best part. That's the fuel. 
that's the, my fuel is getting away with stuff and not permitting it. That's what keeps me going. That's what, that's what, that was the whole, that was all thing. And now I've already sold that house and whatever I did, yeah. I can't get in trouble for, it. I mean, I tied into the, I tie, I got a Filipino guy who, who dig, dug a bit. His name was June. We dug a big ditch in my backyard to find the public, you know, the sewer line. And then he just, he's busted it with a hammer open. And then we put our pipe into it and then we poured a bunch of concrete around that whole thing. (laughs) Put the entire city at risk. (laughs) And so we tied in our sewer pipe to the public sewer pipe and then concreted the whole thing and then just buried that whole line in the yard, you know? I mean, and I, I, now I don't even live there. So it totally works. I can, it's so funny thinking about how many years from now the resident of that house dealing with their backyard full of water and sewage, just like Matt, just sitting there, like just concreted. We did it, did a good job, but it, you know, funny. So, but yeah, I was, that was fun. That was just surviving, you know, just making it work. Uh, Speaking of time today, we were looking at oven ranges and an appliance store and a guy walks over and he's like, just so you know, the, these oven ranges you're looking at here about a year. To get one. Good <laughs> lord! I said, I said a year. He said, "Yes, sir." About a year. <laughs> about a year. And I said, "And people are buying them." <laughs> He's like, "Well, yeah, for you know, if they're building a house, they'll buy them, like to put in their house, and that'll be done in, in a, a year." year. Good <laughs> lord! They That's can't. Get, they can't make a stove. I mean, they're Within like high, they were. They were pretty high end, I guess. So, what Italian or French or something like that, but. I was just like, that is unbelievable. One year to get, and, and why you would even do that? Because you, you go to Lowe's, they have stuff, right? Now. <laughs> I guess they do. I don't. I don't understand anything. Like I just saw an article where it says the White House is going to say that we is a big increase in inflation. Like it, like they'll make it official. Everybody knows it, but yeah, it'll be official. It probably happened yesterday by the time this comes out. Yeah, probably so. Oh, yeah. And so that's all official. And I mean, so inflation. But everybody also realizes I don't want well, I don't know if I'm gonna work. You know what I mean? Like you know what I mean? I, like it makes it harder to work with that money just, and worth anything. Yeah, yeah, you're right, one hundred percent. But also, really when you like it. live through COVID, and you're like, man, I, it, my life is fragile. Anything could happen. I might as well. I'm gonna go fucking to work. What are you Building talking stoves? about? <laughs> I mean, what are you talking about? Winding stove element, heating elements yeah. around the thing, and put sticking them in the hole. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, the, shipping I mean, and receiving at hot yeah, point. Right. Because I, I was thinking about this. I mean, you know, Megan and I, I mean, we make a decent amount of money. And so, but it's like the amount that food and stuff costs now. Yeah. I'm just like, how does anybody who makes low, low wages, which is most people, how do they survive? I mean, what do you do? Because, I mean, I know. we're not, it's not like we're spending, I'm not trying to spend a ton. We're not buying gourmet foods and high end stuff. It's not like we're doing that. We're just buying stuff for the kids and buying meat and things like that. And they're spending triple what we spent a couple of oh, years. Oh, meat? Ago. That's your yeah. problem right there. What you, I mean, <laughs> well, we talking I mean, about meat. Uh, it's Moving just insane. On. We're past that now. <laughs> no more meat. Yeah, that's your problem. Just not <laughs> meat. <laughs> I I wish I'd lived a little bit on the edge of town, had a little bit of land and just a little bit more oh, yeah. farming and had a cow or something like that. Could I, we talk about remodeling my bathroom. Could I slaughter a cow? <laughs> <laughs> DIY. 
Like, if I'm going to go DIY, I want to, like, Save can you imagine, like, shooting the cow? I guess you shoot it in the head, and then do you chop it? Let's read, I feel like you should know that. You, <laughs> do you chop, chop his head off, or what? <laughs> you you chop the head it, off well, first? Skin it, you gut it, you got to gut you it, and skin, skin it. it. Gut it. Like, but you'd want to keep, does it you'd peel keep off the like leather. Wallpaper, or like, you're going to need some, some special need knives some stuff. and stuff. Yeah. My God. But the you head, you pull the skin back and, like, you know, you have to cut as you go. And you're not going to want to get rid of that head. The beef cheeks and the tongue are delicious. That's how you make the, all the good stuff. Yeah. So but you make no, the bark. You chop it off, don't you? Chop all spec. Yeah. Yeah. You would take the head off yeah. and then you'd uh, butcher. Yeah. You butcher it from there. Guanciale. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's pigs, but same thing. Yeah. yeah. I you mean, made that, me beef tongue one time. I ate it. I thought it was okay. I think we lingua. Lingua is good. Got to get the right. lingua. Yeah. That'd be an unreal DIY project <laughs> your first your first cow slaughter this cow <laughs> i, I mean imagine? i have a book that teaches you how to butcher yeah. a pig pigs are much more it's much yeah. easier to butcher a pig because you put it on your countertop but a cow you that's a whole thing you'd have to have yeah. a hanging or something well they ki- the humane way to kill them is like in no country for old men right the the bolt the thing that bolt shoots them to the head directly yeah. in the brain mm-hmm. toby gets out there with like a shotgun <laughs> 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 this is like a yeah. <laughs> I don't miss, even have a gun. I had to get the, the gun first. first. Him in the shoulder. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> the cow's like, what the hell? <laughs> you gonna kill me? Do it. <laughs> Start My dad slaughtered a lot of animals. I think he did tons of pigs. I don't know if he ever did a cow. He did lots of deer and stuff. I should have probably learned from him, but I didn't really. I mean, he didn't do it when I was as much around. I mean, raccoons and rabbits and squirrels. I saw all that kind of stuff. Yeah, your dad would skin squirrels every freaking day. <laughs> Good lord! Every day, my dad would my dad would shoot a squirrel <laughs> and skin it daily. Like, 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 it's a, it, like the way I go to the cabinet to get a snack. Oh he my gosh! Squirrel. Yes. Get a squirrel. He would sit on the porch, just look up, bring it down, skin it in about five minutes, and throw it in the pan. I'm t- I'm telling you, it would be in a frying pan. In <laughs> What do you get off a squirrel? It's minimal meat, but I promise it's not too bad. Is it like you shoot it and you have two chicken wings? Kind of. I mean, it's like you take a wing bone and you're just chewing on the wing bone. It's like getting a couple wings. It it does taste like chicken. It tastes like greasy chicken. But (laughs) rabbit similar. (laughs) Did you put buffalo on it or what did you do? Just eat salt and pepper or what? I think it's just salt and pepper. He'd fry it. That was pretty good. A little breading on it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. He made <laughs> raccoon stew all the time. Raccoon <laughs> stew. Wow. Yeah. It tastes like roast. Yeah. Just like a gamier roast kind of thing. He made everything. It's unbelievable. <laughs> That's so crazy. I, I mean, I don't even understand. Like, if I did that, Jess would not allow anybody to come near it. <laughs> like, even if I knew what I was doing, if I knew how to kill a squirrel and skin it and even cook it well with a you know a thermometer in it or whatever meat thermometer or it's safe she'd never let us eat it she'd tell me and smell it she go, couldn't hey that sounds great what is it what is it squirrel <laughs> well squirrel squirrel there's a rabbit in our front yard today this you know we were all looking at it and stuff like that and your dad would have just <laughs> oh he would have <laughs> we'd all been looking at the rabbit and it exploded he, he's when i used to talk to him he'd say what would he he would say, I bet y'all got a bunch of rabbits up there, don't you? 
He would just say it, thinking I'm going to like kill one and send him one on ice or something. <laughs> that is so funny. My dad did nothing like that. Zero, zero, zero. He wouldn't, I mean, he he didn't even like animals. He doesn't not like them. The, the few pets, my mom brought home a cat and a dog, and they weren't around long. They just weren't. I mean, they didn't. Yeah. Uh, my dog, I told you, our, yeah, our dog Sidewinder. Be, <laughs> so my mom brought home this dog named Sidewinder. Its head was, it had been hit by a car. So its head was completely always to the left like this permanently. So it would run sideways at you. And that's why they called it Sidewinder. But it would just jump on. They, my dad wouldn't let it in the house, uh, of course. And then it just would jump on you. As soon as you get in the yard, it was all over me and Gary, just all over. My mom brought home this horrible dog. And then just one day Sidewinder was gone. And that's all I know. He was gone. <laughs> he didn't last long. <laughs> no, no. And that was. Uh, and then we had a cat named Pickles, which you know. But we didn't. Lunster, you you don't seem to like animals that much. I don't see You're much not an need. animal person at all. Yeah, I don't see much need for them. You out of town? Kids you don't want find? one. They don't beg you for one. No, I mean, cat or something. My kids are terrified of dogs every time they see one. Oh, that's true. (laughs) Y'all come over to our house in Franklin. (laughs) All these lunchers take off running. (laughs) (laughs) Even Aaron Cassidy. (laughs) (sighs) I think dogs are annoying, and I honestly am annoyed at how much people like dogs. How much attention. You walk into a room where there's a dog, and just all the attention goes to the dog, and people start talking a certain way to the dog, and I just kind of feel like I'm sitting there like, this is like the lowest form of being a human right now. <laughs> it's lowering ourselves to this level. Right. So I, I don't, and then you got a town, you got to get somebody to watch it or feed. I mean, my God, I can't imagine having to ask somebody to take care of my dog. Yeah. I, I know. That's what I got. I got to figure out that, uh, we, you know, we got two dogs and we're going to go out of town for a day. Lunsford, and, uh, is that what the lowest form of humanity is being? Compassionate to animals. Did I get that yes. right? Yes. Yes. 100%. That's the lowest? That's like what's really low base level bad. You know, taking the time out for an animal. <laughs> well, what's the I, point? I agree, with, I agree with him in a sense of like, I don't, I love animals, but I don't really, dogs are hard work. I don't really want a dog now, but I love animals. But I do. I'm. I fully agree. I can't stand it when a person walks in a room and starts talking to a dog in this like baby <laughs> voice. Yeah, and doing the, all this stuff. I'm like, what? My family. Yeah, it's just. I mean, I'm fine with treating them great and being, you know, part of the family or whatever. I but don't abuse them. But I'm, you still, he's still that, a dog. That thing you're talking about is when an adult person talks to a dog in this weird way, where it's performative for the other adults. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That is horrible. <laughs> Yes. But it's the same. They do the same thing to children, and it's horrible when they yes. do it to children too. Yeah. Oh, I. Do you know what I mean? That's the performative part of that thing, not connecting with a dog or child. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's offensive, right. and I then we have to yeah. wait and watch you do it. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. Yeah. I never yeah. minded the way Matt would uh, talk to Reggie. Kind of reminded me of the way cousin Eddie would talk to Snot on Christmas, <laughs> but you know, just like <laughs> yeah. really yeah. as an equal, equal. You know? Yeah. Right. That is so, right. That, that yes. doesn't bother me so much, but I still wouldn't want to have to deal with that in yeah. any way. Yeah. That's a good distinction. Yeah. It's always better when somebody treats a dog normal instead of the, yeah. like a baby or something. Oh my like that. God. But same, like you said, same way with kids. Yeah. It's so, it's so horrible. So sometimes I know people and then I see them around their kid, their kids, or other kids. And they do that. I go, Oh no. Like they don't, 
what does that mean about that person all of a sudden they don't connect right they don't connect it's like you're not connecting with the dog or the kid you per, you right. perform that action you don't do do it it's hard these days man. people <laughs> telling you what to do people telling you what to do um okay i, I want to do something here in a minute um uh, we got to pay some bills here in a minute for a second first, but, uh, I have been noticing this trend on TikTok, and so it involves music. So I want to, I'm trying to crack into the algorithm on TikTok with some music. I'll tell you more about it in a minute. I'm just getting everybody hyped up for it. Lance, are you excited for this? Can't fucking wait. <laughs> <laughs> You're a dog hater. Yes. So was Jeff. Correct. Yeah, so, Joey was. I, Joey, was, I, I, I saw somebody somebody commented on a fucking is Lunsford the new Joey? <laughs> yeah, and definitely. I don't I don't like the way that said. The answer me. is yes. <laughs> <laughs> I really take offense to that. <laughs> oh boy! That. All because I got up and got a fucking beer while Daniel died. <laughs> I mean, give me a break. <laughs> Well, you did get up. But I mean, I'm friends with Daniel. Come on. I'm, but I, if, I, if I was sitting in the room with him, I'd still get a beer if he was telling me, and I'd offer him one. I'd be like, hey, <laughs> yeah, you man. want it? All right, sure. Go ahead. All right. Uh, if you haven't yet, join the BC Club for two bonus episodes. So Matt and I do an episode on Monday and Friday that you get. Um, you go to thebcclub.com to join not only those two episodes, but um, – you also get uh, interest into, I guess, knuckle breakers, and it's the uh, basically the whole Emory catalog with a bunch of extras as well. Um, you get to join the Discord and the Facebook page and all that stuff, so it would be a huge help. And another perk is you get to read. We, we read the names of uh, recent clubbers, so people who have joined the club, and I have them here. Yeah. And this one's interesting because these folks um, – each chose the name of a demon as their nickname. Mm. A demon. Yeah. They, I don't know if they're a club, a demon club, or mm. what. On, on I don't know how they all, all these demons joined. Yeah, yeah. Favorite demon. So I was thinking, I'll read the name of the demon, and y'all might guess what you know what it is. Like okay. the demon you know, of what? The, yeah, the demon of what. Okay. okay. So we got Jonathan Cortez, and uh, his Jonathan Abaddon. Abaddon the demon. Abaddon. Abaddon. Mm. What do you think he? What do you think he is? Uh, his name or what he does? Animal cruelty. <laughs> the demon of animal cruelty. That's that's a Aaron. <laughs> Abaddon. I don't know. Abaddon is the destroyer. The destroyer. The destroyer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, we got Taylor Jones and his demon is uh sharon or sharon c-h-a-r-o-n what do you think that one is sharon uh, hmm y'all should know this one sharon sharon, sharon. <laughs> sound like some uh, a dude i went to high school sharon sharon <laughs> i don't know well, sharon is, is the boat man who brings the souls across the river sticks of course okay Where, where's the demon directory where do you yeah where do you up? find that I don't know. Ask these new clubbers. Okay. They, they apparently joined the bcclub.com <laughs> to do this. So we got Adam Hopkins, who uh, his, his is 
Melchum. 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 Okay. I'm just y'all aren't doing good at guessing. I'll just give it yeah, to you. Yeah, we're not doing it's good. the that's the demon who carries the money purse. <laughs> <laughs> we got uh AJ Sloan who his demon that he chose or likes is uh Merahim, and that's the dark prince of pestilence. And then we got uh Gabriel Elizondo and his is Nabirius. And it's Nabirius. the of course Nabirius, it's the strong demon in charge of 29 legions, basically. I was going to say Roman. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Nabirius, that sounds Roman. Roman. That's a yeah. Roman demon. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Joe, Joey used to do a really <laughs> funny uh, demon joke. I he give did. him that. You remember? He'd do like nectar or something. He'd start acting like he was possessed out of nowhere. And he would just do it whenever. It was really funny. That was, that was funny. That was one of the uh, we got, early jokes. Sorry, go ahead. We got a uh, new line of. Emory kids clothing, which these look dope. I'm going to get a couple of these for my kids because they always want to wear band stuff. Um, so I'm going to get it for them. But the, these uh, clothes look awesome. Devin, I guess you coordinated all this. Yep. But it looks great. Yeah, I like how they turned uh, out. Also, we've added an emo mom shirt to our shop. Um, and you can order now to make sure you'll get it for Mother's Day. What a great Mother's Day mm-hmm. gift. An emo mom. That'd be really good. Uh, and then we got tickets are on sale now for songs and stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, all this, I guess you can go to emorymusic.com to go to all of this stuff. Yep. But um, tickets are on sale. And we'll be hitting the Midwest and Texas. And the Midwest is coming up soon. We're going to be in Chicago Grand Rapids, Detroit, and Indianapolis. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we love playing in those cities, so it's going to be really good. And we're going to be starting, we need to talk about this too, after the, my TikTok spiel, we'll talk about uh, there's going to be a new ke- uh, Knuckle Breaker Challenge. Uh, and oh, in the I show notes, if you, if, if you go to the show notes below, you can uh, fill out the link in the show notes, and we'll text you uh, when registration opens at the end of the month. We'll let you know by text message. So go and uh, go to the show notes and check that out. Um, that's going to be good. I'm kind of excited. I've been working out already, so I'm feeling like this is going to be the next level for me. Lastly, of course, 10% off at marriagesupply.com with code BCPOD. If you're looking for a little spice in your life, if you are got past COVID and you're, you know, you're loving on your honey, you know, you want to try a little something. Get 10% off at marriagesupply.com, the best sex toys on the earth. Now, in this, in, in this reality, is a sex BCPOD, toy, code BCPOD. Sorry, code BCPOD. Is a sex toy a good Mother's yeah. Day present? <laughs> Probably no. not. Not. I, I'd say no. Probably not. Now, uh, but is it a good Father's Day present? Yeah, yes. it's big time. <laughs> I mean, the exact opposite. Yeah. The exact opposite. Yeah, I mean, Both are exact- honoring a parent and the exact opposite thing. One be like, oh, hell yeah. Thank you. Yes. And others, ugh, poor taste. Um, <laughs> That's very I true. I think it is pretty cool. They are doing an Emory merch line just geared for postpartum depression. What, the kids? <laughs> the emo. The kids line. Emo mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is. It is. That's who you market to, right? Yes. That's, that's the demographic. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the data says. We just follow the data. We just that's follow all, the data. Don't do. blame me. What's that what's all right, speak- SEO look like for that? <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty dark. Yeah, pretty dark. The, key, yeah. the yeah. keywords. I try words, to stay out of it, but yeah, yeah. I try not to. I try not to, but yeah. Microwave, look at once, <laughs> trash cans, <laughs> bathtubs. <laughs> <laughs> It's going hard. <laughs> that's the, I guess there are 
Uh, do do people do with SEO some dark searches for certain products or something like that? Like, I mean, you would for like something that was awful, like a you know death or you know a funeral or whatever. You, there are some things that people sell that you. In order to do SEO, you have to go to a dark place. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> With your keywords, right? Your keywords. Yeah. The keywords rough, for, a, for a mortuary, for instance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what they I are. I mean, or maybe counseling or something. I don't know. Maybe you're do yeah. Do like, do terrorists do SEO marketing? Yeah. They recruit. They, they do recruit, everything. They do like. Oh, yeah. Ads, they do everything. Right? I mean, that has, that's pretty dark. Yeah, they do everything. They have to go. Terrorists have to get good at everything. Yeah, if you if that, you imagine, if you started tweeting imagine, some yeah. stuff that sounded maybe like you could be radicalized, they come they, they come at you. They, they got the you. algorithm going. They start DMing you. Man, how do you tell you tell your family, Mom? I got a marketing job. <laughs> <laughs> imagine being a marketer for a day. They have them. I they, know. they have great like, writers. They have all kinds of stuff. They recruit like crazy for talent. I know, but somebody got to get on their high job, horse. Like, <laughs> Like app, you think Apple's so good? They got sweatshops and slave labor. Okay. First of all, most terrorists are doing something they think is good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like right. they, whoever they are, they're excellent at what they're they're trying to do as best as they can for something that really matters. That's their point of view. So we asked yeah. Dave. We go, yeah, who are your clients now? He's like, you know, I'm working. I got Google. Got. You know, McDonald's and recently I got ISIS, like, you know, about a week ago. Yeah. You know, <laughs> is that what people do? No, they just have in-house stuff. Like they recruit people and build these whole, you know, they just build their like, inner system. Yeah. They yeah. Get, um, I mean, they get educated at in like the U.S. or the like Western colleges. Like they know how it all, they know our right. system right. really well. That's how they're able to infiltrate it. You ever think I tried to, I used to work on a joke about GoFundMe, how their entire business model is based on bad shit happening to people. <laughs> and like, yeah. like, how do you celebrate? Right. Like when they do their quarterly earnings, they're like, guy, we had a great quarter. We had tons of people without insurance yeah. uh, getting cancer. <laughs> a lot of cancer this quarter. Surprise cancers are up 40% yeah. this month. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, you're right. I mean, they, with the, the lack of rain house fire. Blazing. We're hot. <laughs> a lot of a lot of pet surgeries this fourth quarter of fucking <laughs> oh, 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 oh. that guy. <laughs> Famous people getting pet surgery. Go fund me. All right. Anyway. All right. So uh whatever we were talking about. Speaking of uh oh yeah, data and information. I have been noticing, okay, and Devin, you watch TikTok probably as much as I me. do. Yeah, and then Matt, I feel like you secretly watch it more than you let on. What's the secret part? Uh, <clears throat> well, you don't really talk about it. You you don't hardly see that many videos. He's been sharing a few De- more De- here and there. That, I know that's what's giving me a clue into something. This guy. Okay, I don't go it. seeking it out. Okay, I don't go seeking you have it to out. Go to the I, people app. send me TikToks. I like them. I watch them. When I watch them, it launches me over to the app. Sometimes, oh, sometimes the next yeah. one after that'll be funny, and I'll send it right back. <laughs> oh, I see now. <laughs> but I don't go choose to that. I don't go thumb over to the app and just go exploring or anything like I'm that. Gonna, I'm not that kind of person. I mean, you can count on 6 a.m. a TikTok oh. from Devin or Toby. That, <laughs> every the day, first. I Toby's start every day first. like Toby sent a TikTok. I, I usually go through like a little <laughs> little 30 minute session. I'll get four or five cent in the text thread, and then I move on. Yeah. Come back later. Yeah, you, yeah, you get you usually have like three or four in a row, and then 
I'm I'm kind of throughout the day. Yep. But anyway, so what I've been noticing is that what sales? If, what's the thing that sales? You know, always sales. But sex. Yeah. Yep. Am I right? But yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> that's not saying in it. But sales. Yeah. Yeah. But sales or but sex. But yeah. But that's what sales. But so I've been a lot of the music that I listen to now is because of people playing it on their TikToks and especially uh, ones that I see with the huge most views, most likes and everything is usually a an attractive lady dancing to a song. Right? Mm-hmm. So that, yep. that just kills. Now, the thing that I started noticing that was weirding me out is the songs they dance to are like filthy, dirty, nasty sexual lyrics. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, the one that's like, uh, I put my dick in your mouth and the butt. You know, with that one, uh, I think it's Buster Rhymes or something. I can't rap like him. But uh, it'll, it'll say something just gross, like, you know, I'm uh, uh, about, you know, your life or your dreams or, or something like that. And then it'll turn to just like fucking. I'm going to fuck you in every position or something. Like it gets really bad. But I, that stood out to me like, there's something here with the algorithm. So I thought, what if I could write three songs that would make some people dance? The people could use and it maybe, in the background? It, yeah, and we could break into, yeah, we could break into, you know, a new algorithm for, you know, it, it, it isn't Emory, but, you know. Matt, I, I sent you the songs. Could you play one of them for me? Let me give it a shot. Here's the, you want to start with right. number one? Start with number two. Okay, number two. I, I, miss, I misnumbered them. Okay. Big dreams, you, hear that? you know I got them. Big dreams, I'm all about them. Yo, Think about somebody girl, dancing at this. rule your yeah. world. Let me show you that you're my pearl and my balls Ooh. on your face. The algorithm. That's it. Listen to high voice. All right, all right, you can cut it. You can cut it man. That chorus is my balls on your face. Put yeah. my yeah. Put my balls that, on your face. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like it. I, I'm just telling you. I mean, one of the most popular songs is uh, uh, "Pretty in the Face," but she's super thin. I'm just thinking with my dick. You know, I mean, and everybody just dancing to it and everything. So the algorithm is proving this is right. Matt, play TikTok number three there. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. That's fine. All right, here comes number three. I don't hear it. Coming Is it up. playing? Here uh, we uh, go. Play. It's all love. It's all love. It's all love between us. It's all love it between us. It's a G.I. Danger. I mean, I see people dancing to this. I can see it. Just dancing, right? I can see it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just think, I just th- yeah, I just think people really are going to get into that. Reminded it, you know? me a little so. bit of uh, Humpty from Digital Underground, the character. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yep. There you Jelly go. Jelly roll in my butthole. If I could just get through, I mean, these are all you know, a work in progress. I don't know when they're going to come out or whatever. Okay, you can play this last one, Matt. It, this, this one's a little intense. 
Money or not, I mean, I think this could be something that people would dance to and really enjoy. I think so too, from what I can tell. So, I mean, I, I don't know if I'm. We'll see what happens. You're gonna post them up so people can get them and use them. I don't. Yeah, know. how do you we'll get see. that going? Uh, yeah, maybe that's true. Yeah, I guess I should. I'll, I'll, I got. I'll put them on the. Uh, Was it Knuckle Breaker or Emery TikTok? So <laughs> you just had to start with you dancing to them. There we go, and they can go from there. Pretty good songs. Yeah, I, I enjoyed use it. The, the, the loops and stuff. Yeah, it's awesome, yeah. and I just I do some vocal effects. I, if you add some effects on those vocals, boy, it's just so fun. <laughs> I mean, it's just so fun. I'm just sitting down here dying laughing to myself. It is funny though because you you are right. I mean, the girl, I don't think they even care what it says. It's not even like the it's like the lyrics right. don't even matter. They're just yeah. saying they're just rapping and the, the beat's good, but then you hear right. it dripping from your mouth, you know, like right. that. Yeah, yeah. It's like okay, yeah. well. Does that not matter? <laughs> I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> One of my lyrics was, I got a big old sack and a big old dick. If you ask me nicely, I'll do a trick. <laughs> Man, did I, when I... That was like writing the end of walls lyrics or something for me. Like the feeling that I had. I mean, like when I was able to write that and perform it. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, Walls, I was like, whoa, man, we were, look at this lyric I wrote, this is cool, or, you know, these knuckles break before they bleed, you know, that feeling, I'm just saying. <laughs> Being able to write that, I was like, I'm, I just wrote that? That's unbelievable. Oh, my god. Anyway, uh, we got to talk about the next Knuckle Breaker Challenge. It's going to be really good. Matt and I talked a little bit about it on the bonus episode today, but um, I'm excited. I don't know, what, what what's our time frame, within, like, the next month? Maybe? What's that, end of the month? Is yeah, it the end probably, of the month? I think end, so. End of, That's what it said in there. We were saying to get up in a couple of weeks, basically. So it's in, you know, okay. a couple of weeks or so. It might be a little bit more than that, but we'll we'll have the info out for it. But the main um, thing about it is that it's going to have two cohorts this time: one that with the competition, and one for the self-directed type individuals that don't want to be like on a team or doing this. And that that's what we did last time was everybody was kind of chill, and they were trying to you know, mod, be more moderate and make your own thing. So there's like a lower and higher stakes version. But even if you do yeah. an individual kind of thing, you can still run it, you know, in an extreme way, the way you customize the way that you're going to do it. But everybody will be uniform that's in the, you know, competitive one. So you'll have a team and those teams will compete with teams for prizes. We're going to get sponsors for like prizes that you compete for and stuff like that. So yeah. it's just made, making sure that it's good for everybody because the first few times we did it was real competitive. And then we... People, some people weren't liking that or the obligation to people or feeling like you could let people down or whatever that was. But it's all just different ways yeah. to figure out how to tap into your motivational system. But for some people, they feel good about that. And some people, you know, just independent kind of people that want to do it on their own and not worry about other people. So um, in which case, you could take it at a lower, slower kind of pace or whatever you want to do. So that's the main modification to it. So it's kind of uh, continues to get more and more something for everybody in that. 
So last time there was no competition at all. And that was like the chillest, lowest energy challenge. So now yeah. split it. Because both work. Like I, I felt really engaged on the comp- on the competitive, more competitive time that, times that we've done it. But then the last one, I really did like the moderation to an extent because it felt like it maintained. I could maintain it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sometimes when it's competitive, I know there's a, a finish line there in a way. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. going to be that competitive forever uh, and work that hard. You know, there's a there's a prize I can win in this moment. So I, I like it that you kind of can choose your own lane with this. There's one. also going to be, be charity involved. So it's fifty dollars that you put your you put up to it, and if uh, if you complete the challenge, you can have your money back. Mm. And if you decide not to, if you do complete the challenge, but you want to tip then that money will go to some to us and some to charity, cover costs and the rest will go to charity if you tip it. And then, um, but if you do do, and a lot of people did this last time, they pay $50 and then they got back there. They just, all you have to do is put skin in the game so that it means something to you. And then if you want to get all your money back, as long as you don't quit and you track your progress and you do it through the whole challenge, then you can get your money back there. And then it'll be another $25 for the people who want to be in the competitive challenge to enter that game and then have prizes and they'll be win, you know, that, that money will cover the winnings and stuff like that. Lunsford, which yeah. one would you choose? Competitive? You seem like you're all to competitive. Choose competitive. Well, you, remember, you remember Chipper Jones, don't you? That first like few weeks, it was like yeah. exercising four hours a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, I, I mean, I liked the competitiveness. I also didn't have a job during that time. Right. And I don't know. I don't oh, know if yeah. I ever talked about, it. I did injure my foot. Uh, I think I broke my foot. <laughs> What? During the challenge, I think I broke my foot, and uh, it, it ended up not being able to work out as hard. It just had to start doing like walking and stuff like that, Jeez. or or bike riding. But uh, it felt like I broke my foot. That's what it felt like. How did you do it? I, I think from just doing uh, the cross training stuff, like a stress. Yeah, fracture? you know, just from all the uh, doing a lot of the beach body videos and stuff like that. Yeah, but the competitive part is fun, but. It, it can become all consuming and the yeah. moderation. The pro- I, I really lack a lot of discipline. So it's, yeah. it's hard for me to know yeah, which one to which lane to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. It'll be good. So that'll be in a few weeks. So um, I'm excited about it because I'm, I'm getting shredded for the emo's not dead. Cruise. Yeah. The uh, challenge will end on July 3rd. So we're going to get it going so that, by the time it's over, it'll be 69 days long, and in July 3rd, you can get to your barbecue. Nice. Oh, oh yeah. That's, that's considerate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to be sweet. All right, I wanted to do one uh, more thing here before we get off here. Um, I have some, I had some dad moments this week. Like, and I, I kind of wouldn't mind make, turn this into a segment for the podcast because, like, this something, I don't know what to call it, though. Dad, dad talk. It can't be emo dads because it's not really about being emo or anything. I was trying to think what it, what could it be because all of us I know have every time I talk to y'all something's going on with your damn kids. You know what I mean? They're doing saying something funny or doing something horrible mm-hmm. or whatever. Anyway, but uh, one involves my kids and the other one I don't know if it's a dad thing, but it was just crazy that it happened. I just couldn't believe it. So uh, the uh, dad one is my kids. Uh, we let them ride their bikes to the park in our neighborhood, and so they can ride down there. And, uh, they took off and I was going to home Depot and I backed out and I was like, I'll just ride by and see if they made it to the park. So I get to the park and I, uh, I see them. They're kind of, you know, 
50 yards away, 60 yards away, it seems like, something like that. And uh, I just pull up to the corner and I go, hey, kids, <laughs> want any uh, want any candy? <laughs> and I heard Ruby say no, 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 or something like that. And I was like, what are you supposed to say when somebody asks you that? And they don't say anything. And I just left. And I get to a Home Depot and I'm walking around and my phone rings and it's Jess. She says, Toby, someone, <laughs> the, the kids are here. They're all crying. <laughs> no. They're sobbing. They said, they, <laughs> the poor bastards can't see that good. You know, I don't see that good. So they can't see that good. <laughs> so they thought, they hadn't, this is the first time they rode their bike to the park. They thought a man, they told, a lady walked by with her dog, was walking her dog. They said a man is trying to kidnap them, and could she follow them home to make sure <laughs> the they lady home told safe. them get, that? No, no, they told they her told that. The lady? They, like, hey, they told the lady, there's a man trying to kidnap <laughs> us. He offered us candy, and he's trying to kidnap us. Will you please walk us to our house so we can, right, you know, <laughs> to be safe? Us stuff, and they're crying. Jess, I hear them sobbing, all of them sobbing in the background, just crying, crying, crying. And Jess, Jess, uh, Susie got home. She goes, "What?" She said, "What was the car like?" She said, "It was a van." She said, "Was it silver?" She says, "That was so dad." <laughs> Jess knew it immediately. <laughs> she knew immediately. So my kids. So I was scared to death for like two days. It was going to be on next door. App. I just knew it was going to end up on the damn next door app. Man offers candy trying to kidnap kids or something. It's my own kids. And I was like, I just, I mean, I couldn't believe it. I was like, how could they not see me? But I mean, I promise you, they thought we just lived through a kidnapping. Yeah, they thought That's, they were in survivors. Their mind, they, they were, yeah, like, they were all shaking. Like, shaking. Like, Ruby says she held it together, but as soon as she got home and the door closed, she fell apart. She had held it together for her brother and sister. And I was like, that is just unbelievable. So they didn't even, do you, did they look at you or was it just kind of like, uh, you know, I, just. I said, you ride in this van every day. Every day you're in this. She said, There's lots of vans. I was like, well, I guess you're right. But I mean, they were like petrified, like really messed Jeez. up. Was Jessica mad at you? Like really bad. Kind of. No, she thought it was really funny. She was laughing a lot, but it just made, you know, they were because. <laughs> Jess started laughing, they and then they actually head. sincerely got mad at her. Because <laughs> <laughs> she that's their mom, and they're, like, actually scared, and she's laughing at them. But they are petrified, shaking. Wow. I mean, unbelievable. Curled up in a ball on the couch. Thought they, you know. I was like, how did you not know it was me? You didn't see. I, I rolled down the window. I just couldn't believe it. I said, hey, hey kids, what did <laughs> like you talk like that? <laughs> I know. Like, that, I, I said. I, I told him. I said. I'm pretty sure everybody knows not to take candy. That one they're not going to use. That I'm no, they're not going to use the candy. Yeah, they're sitting ducks for a you know real I mean? bad guy because they think that's what that's what's out there. They're like, it's going to be somebody with one degree of subtlety. There's there's no chance. No, they're done. They're done for. All right. Um, this one. This isn't a dad thing, but this happened to me uh, at. But right before I get the call from Jess at Home Depot, man, I can't tell you how windy it is. In it's Champaign. so windy. It's so Illinois windy. Unreal. I mean, it's always windy. Wind, man, I was trying to get some yard waste, and the bag kept flying. I was so mad. That was the dad thing in me. The wind blowing my yard waste bag. <laughs> I was just so dad mad, like just unreal. Just like I couldn't believe it. It was terrible. So anyway, the wind is crazy here. I'm walking in to Home Depot. And there's a an older lady coming here uh, towards me, and when she when the door opens up, because it was it was uh, Sunday I guess, 
when the door opens up, the wind hits and her whole shirt flies <laughs> over her head and her boobs <laughs> are just hanging out in front of me. And I, and I didn't understand because I just saw, I didn't understand like, is that, is that just a shirt that she's wearing like that? Because I didn't even totally, it happened so fast when she walked out the door, I didn't even realize it was covering her head for a second. So my first thought was like, man, that's weird. That lady's wearing pretty revealing. You know, it was just a, a smaller bra or whatever. And I was like, oh my gosh, but this is what I heard. This is exactly, I, the wind blows, shirt up, I hear, whoop. She pulls down the shirt, looks at me and goes, <laughs> <laughs> she started laughing like that. No way. <laughs> I promise you, she, there was nobody else there. It was just me and her. She knew exactly what I had uh-huh. just seen. And she goes, <laughs> <laughs> low. That's low, awesome. like an old, like a smoker or something. You know what I mean? Low. Just that laughing. That's so cool. I, was like, I, I couldn't even believe that, that happened. That is so cool. Because <laughs> I mean, just all of a sudden her boobs are out, and you're like, well, she, she, there was nothing. She wasn't mad or anything. Because I mean, I wasn't like, Trying to look, all of a sudden, just something happened. I was like, "What?" Imagine how confident you had to be that like you're at Home Depot and your balls and dong came out, and you just looked at the person <laughs> and laughed when they still looked at you. Like, think of how not you know what I mean. Like, if you were that confident, like you just look at them and laugh. That would be amazing. I wish I was like that. The wind, the wind, so strong it blew my yeah, dong. It just blew your. <laughs> You just laugh and laugh. <laughs> Whoop! <laughs> oh, <Yeah. laughs> windy in there. <laughs> oh man! Y'all had any dad shit going on? <sighs> y'all, y'all were talking about it at the beginning. Your baseball stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any crazy dad stories except just. I guess I don't know when I'm gonna get past this age for my youngest. He's just very mean, and he's just he just seems angry <laughs> all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really sure when, when it'll end or how much more I can take of it before I just blow a gasket or something. It's just one of those, you know what I mean. You, you guys know what I'm talking about that age yeah. where it's just like it's just like everything he, they do is just trying to get me or something right so i'm at that point right now and he's been kind of sick he had a couple ear infections he's been a little sick lately and when he's when he's sick he pukes and if and if i'm in the wrong mindset (laughs) if he's been bad all day or something and he pukes i do not feel bad i just i'm I'm just so mad at him for puking just like why would you do that you know what i mean i'm just angry at him and i can't help and he's just standing there you know i'm just like oh so it's just hard for me in those moments that I've been with him all day long. He's been mean to me all day long. And then he, <laughs> then he feels sick and puke. What am I supposed to do then? Right. Fuck that kid. I, you know what I'm yeah. saying? That's, it's that moment. Right. I'm like, what? You want me to feel bad for you right now? <clears throat> oh yeah. Okay. But he's kind of been in that zone lately. So it's just been kind of every day, a little something, but I did have something that's kind of funny happen. Not, a, not necessarily a dad thing, but we had Remy's b- fourth birthday party a few weeks ago. <laughs> And it was at this gymnastics place. And so me and uh, Megan's brother, Paul, and another guy, we were kind of in there. You know, the kids are jumping on trampolines, doing stuff. And then the aunts and uncles, they're all kind of over there, whatever. And um, my <laughs> Megan's aunt, or our aunt, I guess, um, she was there. And me and Paul were throwing this, like, 
pretty soft Nerf football, but it has, you know, is the, you remember the old school Nerf footballs that were, they're real squishy, but you know, they have a little substance to them so you can throw them pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were throwing yeah. one that was kind of like that. And so we're just doing it. And so the, <clears throat> the aunt starts to walk by and she's obviously not paying any attention that we're throwing a football. She's just kind of standing in front of Paul talking, you know, and we're like, okay, he's like, could you just move out of the way? <clears throat> and so anyway, I, I'm just being silly and I'm like, Hey, Kathy, you know, I'm like, whatever. And I throw it and I'm going to throw it right above, you know, and Paul catches it, but she turns and it beams her oh, right yeah. in between the eyes. Oh, and she wears glasses. No. And it just like knocked the glasses off. <laughs> She's like, oh, and, but it's, no. it's the Nerf ball. <laughs> so it's not like a real football, but also it's, you know, it's got something to it. And I just run over there. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. And I actually didn't mean to. I mean, I was just trying to scare her or whatever. Yeah. But you did say, <clears> hey, said, Kathy, Kathy, look out. You know, and then, and then a perfect throw. <laughs> yeah. The only time. Oh, no. And so anyway, I go over there and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to, obviously. She's like, I know, I know. And she picks her glasses up and she starts crying. Oh, no. at the birthday party oh but no. i think it just like shocked her or something like it wasn't that bad you know oh, but i was like great i'm making my aunt cry at my oh, son's birthday my party lord <laughs> she was fine she forgives yeah, she's fine i mean she's giving me a hard time a couple times about it but she was totally fine but it did knock her glasses off her face which i know hurts you know something hits you in the face with your glasses yeah. on and so i apologized a bunch but then later on i i kind of didn't feel as bad because she's the aunt that every time you sing happy birthday, no matter who it's for, <laughs> she at the end says, and many more until you're 104. She says that every birthday song in the history of the world. Yeah. Yeah. And I, as when she did that, after we sang happy birthday to Remy, I thought, she deserved that football <laughs> to the Yeah. I think so. <laughs> and many and more you know, until you're 104. Just she takes the moment. Even at Remy's birthday. Every time. So anyway, she makes I, it at the end every and, single time. It's her, every it's her time. turn for the solo every time. Does she expect everybody to look and kind of laugh? Think so. like, it's, it's like a like she's cutting I think she up. She thinks it's really funny. And you yeah. should always laugh. But anyway, I just thought, you know what? She kind of got needed that. She I wonder that. if the impulse, you know, that you basically, and you see this in your, in, in your young kids, they have the impulse and you recognize you have like an impulse to do the bad thing. As soon as it could be something that could be done, your brain generates, oh, this is the worst thing I could do right now. And then you don't do it. You know what right. I mean? Like, that's how it works. You get the idea. Oh, I could break that. I could do this. I could throw this in that person's face. Like you get the idea. Yeah. And then you just almost <laughs> always decide not to do it. Right. <laughs> so I'm wondering if the part of Devin that knows that she always does that is the part that <laughs> made the suggestion, the impulse in the first place. And then some like switch the tracks and like, no, actually throw it straight at her. And the boing, That's possible. You know what I mean? That's possible. <laughs> like that feeling you have towards like you see some a face. Oh, that's a punchable face. People say that. <laughs> oh, they yeah. Mean it. They mean it. Was Megan mad at no. you? Were the no, people no, mad nobody at you? Like, even hardly noticed it. I think Megan came over and said, oh, are you okay? You know, everybody, it was fine. It wasn't like a bad, bad thing, like a huge injury. Yeah. But, yeah, I did feel bad. <laughs> Damn. That's, that's hilarious.